Hello everybody and welcome to the show this week. Uh, it is the week before 4th of July uh, weekend. Um, uh, a little late getting the show out, had some scheduling uh, conflicts, couldn't find time to record a show uh, this past week. Uh, I know I, I said one was going to drop the wind during the weekend, but we just didn't get around to uh, recording it. Um, I am joined by Laura today. Hello. And uh, we got a pretty good show this week. We're going to jump right into the news. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, you must live under a damn rock because um, the Supreme Court has been throwing out decisions like pancakes at a church breakfast. Uh, the last couple weeks, and they have overturned Roe versus Wade. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, no, I've been living under a rock. Oh, you've been living under. <laughs> do you know what Roe Roe versus Wade is? I do not. So Roe versus Wade was a decision in the '70s that said that every state had to uh, make concessions for abortion. Mm. So the federal government made it legal, and said every state had to abide by it. Um, so. By overturning Roe versus Wade, essentially what they have done is given each individual state the right to do whatever they want. So, like, there's already 14 or 15 states that have outlawed it, um, Missouri being one of them. What about Illinois? No, Illinois. It's legal in Illinois. It always probably will be. I mean, the blue states are pretty much where it's legal, and all the red states are pretty much where it's going to be outlawed. Or some major restrictions um, done. Uh, the big thing is, um, just throwing out some facts about the whole thing, is it basically said that uh, um, the ruling, to oversimplify it, uh, said that basically abortion is not a constitutional right. Um, also, the ruling did not outlaw it. It just gave it back to the states, um, and each state pretty much has to decide what they want to do about it. Um, so for us, we live in Illinois, but we're super close to Missouri. So does it have to be in the state you live in or just doesn't, does that not matter? Like if I wanted to go to Missouri or. I have no clue. Oh. I don't know. I, it's not something that I would do. So I'm not, it's like, it doesn't affect me. So I'm not worried about it. I don't necessarily like it. I think that, um, you ought to have all options available. Even though I disagree with it and would never want you to do it. No, I, I'm, yeah, I would not do it. And I, to each their own. Everybody has their own. Yeah, I'm not. Places. At the end of my run, I'm not going to be held responsible for what somebody else does. So, I, it, you know, I don't worry about it. So. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, I think it'd be the other way around. I think if you are a Missouri resident, they would want to come to Illinois to um, take part in that. Right. I just meant, like, did it matter what your driver's license said, or just does it, does it matter which state you would go to? I don't think so. I think it's wherever you're in at the time, whatever mm -hmm. state you're located in at the time. Because I think a lot of, I think a lot of clinics don't, requ they don't require, they don't care where you're from, mm -hmm. basically. It's, they, that's kind of what, and I, I think most states that are legalizing it probably fall under that as well so um i guess now it just puts even more emphasis on your state and local elections i mean 
Um, where we live in the St. Louis metropolitan area, we are on the east side of the river, so um, we are in Illinois here at the headquarters. And uh, so, you know, politics on this side of the river are definitely very, very different from what they are on the Missouri side of the river. Um, but at the same time, Illinois has its own set of issues. Um, it is the most corrupt place I've ever lived in my life, but not so much here in the uh, what we're referred to as the downstate here in the southern part of the state. Uh, most of everything that happens in Illinois runs out of Chicago. So as long as Chicago, most of the population is up there, they will probably most likely continue to run the program here in the state, which it isn't all bad. Um, there's a lot of good things, they, it, programs and stuff they have here in Illinois um, for folks. Uh, I know my stepfather would have never had medical insurance if he hadn't moved to Illinois. So, you know, Illinois does have some good things going on for it. You know, they have some crazy wacky things, but I mean, not every, it's not all bad over here. Um, uh, full disclosure, we are doing an experiment. This is our first outdoor podcast. Uh, we have brought the equipment out under the patio cover. And I'm enjoying the beautiful weather here in the Midwest. It's a wonderful 75 degrees here at the headquarters. Yeah, last week it was in the hundreds, which I think it's supposed to get warm again tomorrow. But take full advantage of this at the end of June, not being so hot right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, the next big uh, decision that the Supreme Court made was the New York gun law was deemed unconstitutional. So what New York was doing, if you wanted to carry a concealed firearm, you had to give them a reason why. And self-defense was not a valid reason. Basically, the only reason they were issued concealed carry permits were for law enforcement, or if you were some kind of celebrity or politician or... Uh, CEO, you had some kind of social status... Um, the average guy just couldn't say, hey, I want to carry a pistol because I'm going downtown New York for work and I don't want to get mugged. So uh, that got turned uh, determined to be unconstitutional. Um, the, you know, the New York, the ruling said that, you know, states have the right to set terms of uh, why a person or how a person can carry. So they can completely and totally, it is completely and totally reasonable for them to want you to go through safety training, uh, self-defense education. Um, uh, some states are requiring you to have insurance when you carry a gun, which is not completely unreasonable because God forbid you ever have to use it. It probably will come in handy. Um, also tactical and tactics training, uh, some. And also how to keep and store your firearms properly, um, which I agree with all of those things. So, um, you know, I got no problem with, with safety training and learning how to use a firearm for people that want to carry a gun. That's that's not an issue for me whatsoever. I know you don't care. So. No, I don't. You have no opinion. No, I have no opinion. No opinion. Um, well, that's the big things in the news. Nothing else really going on. Um Biden fell off a bicycle. Oh, no. Yeah, on flat ground. Yeah. Yeah. Fell off a bike. 
is he riding a bicycle? I don't know. I have no clue. All it is, he rides up to a group of reporters. He tries to put his foot down and just falls right over. Like, Did he hurt himself? No, I, I guess not. He he's seems not to be okay. Well, that's good. I don't know. I don't know if he was that fragile or he's that incompetent or... I mean, he could have... It, it, he I mean, you know, it, it's possible the guy just fell over. He's old. He's like 200 years old. Be nice. <laughs> old feeble bastard. Stop. Fell off a bicycle. Stop. I want to know who at the Secret Service okayed that. Like, yeah, let him ride a bike. That's fantastic. Maybe they thought there was training wheels. <sighs> he needed them, clearly. Clearly he needed training wheels. Um, So that's all the news we got. I can't think of anything else major going on. Um... Prosecutor over there in St. Louis County um, has pretty much come out and said that he will not prosecute abortion cases if Missouri prosecutes doctors for doing them. Um, I don't disagree with his reasoning. Um, I do think he should abide by the law and uphold his position, but I don't disagree with his reasoning on this. By deregulating it and making it illegal, He's just made it more dangerous for women that seek it. It if they can't like just cross the river and go to Illinois. So, um, I just for a reason when I hear states, anytime you outlaw anything, I get this like prohibition. You know, all of a sudden now we have back out. Everybody's got a back alley doctor. You know, you know. Hey, I know a guy. He can do this. He can get this done. Take care of you. Cheap. You know, and that's just, that. none of that is ever good. None of that ever turns out well. And so I get that. I understand that. Um, that's all with the news. We're going to do a Jeep Project update. Um, any of you that follow, follow me on Instagram know that I finally found, like I said last time, I went on a big adventure and got some Jeep parts. Um... Got the rear seat out of a transit van, found one cheap, got it in, got it installed, got the brackets made, got all that done. Um, while I was at it, I decided to completely and totally rework my rear suspension. Um, I had miscalculated when I planned the project. I had originally um, had assumed that I was going to get a 5.3 LS engine to put in it. Um, that did not happen. I found a really, really good deal on a 6-liter, and I got that. The problem is I really didn't anticipate how tall the engine was from the bottom of the oil pan to the top. So the way I had to mount it in the frame made the oil to clear the hood had to hang the oil pan down lower. I really don't want to get an aftermarket pan and all that right now, so I just put uh, more lift in the front. Uh, I used lift springs that came on the Jeep when I bought it. And I decided to do that. And by doing that, the lift I had in the back wasn't big enough. So I took the original springs that I bought for the front and I created what they is known as a bastard pack. That is where you take the top leaf spring off the one that fits your vehicle and you basically cut the eyes off the pack. Um, the original pack and you combine them together. In this case, I used the top two leaf springs out of my Cherokee 
uh, springs, and I combined them to get about two inches more of lift in the back, which makes it a lot better. I figure by the time I get a radiator, all the accessories on the engine, a winch in the front, um, all the steering mechanisms, reservoirs, and it's fully loaded with oil and water and all that stuff, that it will probably set pretty level. Um, also, it will help with, uh, of course, this is an 87YJ, so there's absolutely no space in the inside the cab now with, since we have moved the fuel tank inboard uh, right behind the passenger, passenger seat in the back. Um, so we're probably going to have a, a roof rack and a um, trailer hitch basket on the back which we already have we use it for our truck when we travel to put uh, coolers and stuff on so that'll help in the back support all that weight and stuff in the in the rear leaf springs um what is next on the jeep is i'm probably gonna uh i gotta figure out my shock mounts the front's pretty simple the back is gonna be a little trickier um due to the fact that I went ahead and moved the axle back another inch while I was reworking it. So now we've gone from five to six inches of stretch, which is the maximum amount I can stretch it, which is fantastic, which that'll be fine. Um, so next is shock mounts, uh, the steering and anti-wrap bar in the back, keep my axle wrap down to a minimum. Um, the sway bar, spare tire carrier, all that stuff is, is next. Um, I think that's about it. Of course, you know, wiring harnesses, computers, uh, all that good jazz, interior gauges, uh, working on all that. Um, of course, we just had Father's Day. Um, Father's Day was good. I had a good Father's Day. I got a sweet Apple Watch for Father's Day. So... I had a good one. Seemed like your dad had a good one. Yeah, we went over to his place the night before and he grilled us steaks, which was nice. And then, yeah, Father's Day, I was trying to be nice and let the hubby sleep in, the dad. And uh, he didn't get up too much. That is not the natural order of things in our household. No, it's not. But I was trying to be nice on Father's Day, typically on a weekend or when he's off that they let me sleep till about 8 or 8.30. Since he's awake anyways, him and the kids go in the living room and then I get to sleep till about 8 or 8.30 and then I get up and make breakfast and then we get our day going. But I was trying to be nice on Father's Day and get up and since I woke up at 6.30 instead of going back to sleep, I just got up and then he got up at a little after seven and then we were all up. You should just let the natural order of things play out. I was trying to be nice. It won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it was good. Uh, we went out to dinner that night by your request, and you got your watch. Mm -hmm. Kids gave you candy. Yeah. Or I gave you candy, chocolate, and the kids gave you the watch, however you want to look at it. Yeah, however. Oh, no. No, what did the kids get you? Oh, they got me a uh, R2-D2 um, coffee mug. with. So the mug is like his body. And then his head is a lid. And every time you lift the lid off, it makes noise. So I do like it, although I am spoiled. I have a small 
It doesn't, the mug doesn't, it probably would better if I kept, if I put the lid on it. But then every time I'd take it off, it'd make noise and, and. It's not real loud. No, but. You'd probably get just, yelled at though by our son. Cause exactly, because they're trying to watch TV. I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm not in for an ass eating that early in the morning from a four year old. So, you know, almost five now. So, so basically I have a, a Yeti small yeti cup that i usually drink whiskey out of and but i also drink coffee out of it in the morning because it's the perfect size it fits right in our little single cup maker keurig so and it keeps coffee extremely warm as all yetis do so well i found a few facts about father's day it was that it wasn't until 1966 that President Lyndon B. Johnson proclaimed that the third Sunday in June would be officially known as Father's Day, saying that we look to fathers to provide the strength and stability which characterize a successful family. In 1972, President Nixon made the day a national holiday. Hmm. Nixon actually did something other than Watergate. Fantastic. There are 121 million men over the age of 15 in the United States, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Among them, 75 million are fathers to biological step or adopted children. That's about 6 in 10 men. Most of them, around 61%, became dads in their 20s. Another 20% became dads between the ages of 30 and 34. Father's Day is the fourth largest holiday for sending cards in the U.S. behind Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, and Christmas, according to Hallmark. 72 million Father's Day cards are purchased every year. And about a quarter of them are considered humor cards, which is a nice segue into another dad joke. Two guys walked into a bar. The third guy ducked. You're welcome. I heard a good dad joke today, actually. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, what did the uh, buffalo say to his son that was going off to college? What? Bye, son. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Yeah, right. If we had a little better setup, I'd play the sound effect. Boom, boom, <laughs> uh, The percent of Father's Day who are a stay-at-home dad is slowly rising. In 1989, about 4% of fathers were at home. By 2016, that number had risen to 7%. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get the stay-at-home dad thing. I don't think Oh, it... you could never do it. No. No. Of, uh, of the 35 million fathers with children under 18, 1.7 million of them are single dads in that they are living with a child with no spouse or partner present. 46% of dads have children under 18, the rest have adult children, and about one in four are grandfathers. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, the single father number is a little higher than I anticipated. I didn't think it'd be that high. 1.7 million out of 35 million? Yeah, I, like, I didn't think it'd be that high. I didn't think that, that I think that's high. I don't know, out of 1.7 out of 35 million, I don't feel like it's that high. But that's your opinion. So, 
then I have some of the top dad phrases. I don't know. Let's see if you said it or maybe okay. my dad said it or if you remember your dad saying it. Uh, do you think I made a money? I've never heard. I've heard it. I don't. I've never said it. I think my dad said it. Money does not grow on trees. My dad has said that. I've never heard this. He's thick as two short planks. Never heard that one. No. When I was your age. I've heard that one. I'm not sleeping. I'm just resting my eyes. I think your dad has said that one. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you again. Oh, yeah, I heard that. And you I've said, said that. I've said that, yes. Yeah. I think today. Probably about 20 minutes ago. Were you raised in a barn? I know. Uh, yes, I was, and I've heard that before. Yeah, my dad said that. Don't talk back to your mother. Oh, yeah, I said that also 20 minutes ago. If you were told to jump off a cliff, would you? I've heard the one, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? That's similar. It's similar, yeah. They don't make them like they used to. I've said that and have heard it. Stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. I've heard it, but I've, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say it. Don't tell your mother. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. Every father has said that at some point. Now, don't go spending a lot on me. I've heard your dad say that. Yeah, but then when he says it comes to me, he wants me to spend all the money. Well, yeah, that's because you're cheap. Frugal. I'm frugal. Whatever. A little hard work never hurt anybody. I've said that and heard that. And my dad has said that. You'll understand when you're older? Yeah. Yeah, I think every parent says that. And then don't let the bug... Bed, don't let the bud bed bugs bite. <laughs> All right, Joe Biden. <laughs> don't let the bed bugs bite. Ladies and gentlemen, special guest on the show today, President Joe Biden. <laughs> Stop. It's a tongue twister. I don't think. let the bed bugs bite. Yeah, you just... Did I say beg or did I say bugs? I don't think you said it right. Oh. <laughs> don't let the bed bugs bite. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Which is disgusting because bed bug infestation is a serious issue. <laughs> Shouldn't make light of it. If you get them little bastards in your house, it's hell to get them out. That's all I'm told. Mm, I, don't, I hope we never find out. That was all the phrases that we have heard or you've said even today. And then get to know your dad. Let's see how well you know your dad. When is your dad's birthday? March 3rd. What is your dad's favorite color? Green. How much education did your dad have? Eighth grade. What was your dad's favorite food? Mmm. I would say steak. I feel like that's a typical male. Well, I can be specific. It was New York strip steak. Mm. Which of these three things would your dad prefer not to do? Laundry, yard work, or car maintenance? Laundry. 
If your dad could do anything he wanted for three hours, what would he be? What would he do? Work. If your dad would to pick a vacation, would he prefer a luxury resort, a mountain cabin, a staycation, or international travel? Uh, probably mountain cabin. Over a staycation? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a vacation. I don't know if he'd stay. He'd just be working. Yeah. Do you remember how your parents met? At a... At my mom's aunt and uncle's uh, New Year's Eve party. If your dad received a $1,000 prize, what would he do with it? Probably just put it in the bank. Which of these did your dad prefer to watch? Basketball, football, soccer, golf, or baseball? Baseball. What was your dad's biggest pet peeve? Something, Laziness. Something he dislikes. Laziness. What was your dad's favorite TV show? Uh, Law and Order. What was your dad's favorite dessert? Uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. Same as you. Mm-hmm. Favorite holiday? I would probably say Thanksgiving. Do you know of any pets he had when he was little? I don't think they had any pets when he was a kid. My dad grew up on a, uh, they were sharecroppers in East Prairie down on the boot hill. They were, poor people had more money than they did. <laughs> and uh, he left home at 14 to start working construction in St. Louis. So. I don't think he had, they had pets. Yeah. That was just another mouth to feed, and that wasn't going to fly, so. How are you like your dad? Workaholic. What is your dad's favorite drink? Beer. Specific? Natty Light. Two more. Is your dad a morning or a night person, or was he? He was either or. He got up. What did he got up early? Every day, didn't matter how late. One hour sleep, two hours sleep. He'd get up and go to work every day. What was your dad good at? Um, he was really good at carpentry, and he was really good at being a boss. Like he was good at running things. He was good at delegating. Yeah, not well, not just delegating, but he he was a really good leader in the sense that he always knew. He always knew who to call. He always knew what to do. You know, if, if shit went sideways, he knew what to, he knew how to fix it. He just knew what to do. And he knew, he always made sure that he knew what was going on all the time. Did he always have a guy, too? Like, oh, I know who to call. Well, no, he was the guy. Oh. So, I mean, he, plumbing, electrical, carpentry, he knew how to do everything. What did he do before? So, he was a union laborer for 37 years. And then he retired from the laborers um, union here in St. Louis. And then he, he was retired for, I don't know, a hot minute. I don't think it was six months. And he ran for... Um, state representative lost that race uh turned around and the next year ran for county commissioner and won and then he was county commissioner for six years before he died 
When did he pass? Uh, February 1st of 2009. So, he hung it up and officially retired one week before. So he literally worked till the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was him. Worked every day. Mm. What would he think of the kids? Oh, he, yeah, they'd have him wrapped around their finger. Especially Autumn. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, he'd be proud of them. Um, yeah, what about your dad? Uh, is he going to hang it up? Says he is, but I don't buy that story. I don't either. He wants to slow down, but I don't think he knows. He's told me before, or I don't know if he's told me directly, but he's afraid to slow down. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he forgets, though, he's not a young pup anymore, even though he wants to be. He thinks he is, but he wants to slow down. He th he said he will by the end of the year, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Well, we'll see how he that He is goes. definitely a workaholic. But he loves his job. He has his own business, and he loves it. He loves going to work. He loves well, it. When you got your own business, it is nice. It is nice being your own boss. I will say that. I've owned my own company, and it's it's extremely fulfilling. I mean, you, you get a lot of satisfaction at a, at a just doing the work and it's extremely nice but I mean there's a whole nother level of stress I do know I do know I know when I'm I'm done with the day job I'm not work I'll work for myself but I'm not I don't think I'm gonna work for anybody else I'm hope hopefully I could be able to sit back and do this full time this would be nice just go around and talk to people <laughs> you are a people person I am that's what people tell me I like to talk to people I do not no, you don't. You don't like to talk to people at all. I avoid people. That is no shit. <laughs> uh, well, the outdoor things work pretty good. I haven't picked up anything in the headset other than us, uh, the vehicles that have went by or anything else. No birds? Can't you hear the birds chirping right now? No. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't hear it. At least not in this headset. We might be able to hear it on the recording. Or our audience might be able to hear it Yeah. Uh, going forward, but it's hard to say, hard to say. It was just hard to pass up the beautiful evening and being outside, so. Yeah, it was a great idea. I didn't know if this would work or not. Uh, we have, like, of course, we have wind socks and pop filters on the microphones. And like I've said before, it's it's a pretty simple setup. I got this whole setup. I mean, it's pretty portable. It's a Monovo set couple condenser mics and pop filters and wind socks and stands and stuff um and it all runs through an interface that goes through my iphone into rock band and then we record and edit that like right now we're doing everything on the phone um we do break ground on the uh studio here at the headquarters probably i say break ground 
we're going to build it in the uh, basement here of the headquarters, and which is the nickname I've lovingly call our house. <laughs> it's it's the it's the headquarters of the tattooed gentleman. Um, we're gonna I'm gonna do a, a studio in our basement. We have a nice spot in our basement. Uh, that I'm gonna do soundproofing and and do a studio slash office. Um, I do occasionally work from home. Um, in the winter time during inclement weather so it'll be nice to have my own space down there that I don't have to worry about uh, waking anybody up or, or do anything like that I do at the work I do work some funny hours sometimes uh, and it'll also double as the uh, as the podcast studio it'll be nice to have a place to go and not have to worry about um, being comfortable or a nice place to set up. Um, one of the other reasons we set up out here because setting up, um, you know, in other places in the house, we don't have a lot of room out here on our patio. We have a nice big table. We have a nice sun sail shade back here, and we have a pretty awesome view of a sunset um, that we'll probably put a picture of it up on on our uh, Facebook page just to show everybody uh, first outdoor podcast. I don't know if anybody does them outdoors, to be honest with you. Um, I know a lot of people are worried about sound quality and all that, but uh, we're just kind of figuring this thing out as we go and um, doing this, doing that. Uh, we Once we get the studio built, I'll have a setup. Um, just for the studio, I'll probably keep this set up for mobile and doing interviews. Um, we got some guests scheduled. We did get some scheduling worked out with our first guest. That'll be kind of in the middle of July. We're going to do that interview, and that'll be on the podcast. Um, that will be with uh, Amy Flores uh, with Because Cosmetics. Um, I don't know shit about cosmetics and makeup, but that should be a, a pretty decent interview. She's probably got some good stories from being in the wedding industry. I'm sure there's some wild stuff that happens with that. That should be a really good good show. Um, until then, uh, we're pretty much just open to whatever. Um, let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about um, and whatnot. We are... Uh, we are available everywhere you can get your podcasts, Radio Public, Apple, Spotify, uh, Audible. Um, please uh, give us a like, give us a follow. Um, it really helps the podcast grow. Um, hopefully soon we'll be able to get some um, advertisers and sponsors on the, on the show here and uh, just keep getting bigger and getting better. And... Uh, keep rocking and rolling on this little passion project of of mine going forward so that's all we've got for today um we're back on schedule um with the podcast i believe we're we're back on once a week i know vacation kind of botched everything up um then we got a little sidetracked over the weekend with working on the jeep and going to a, a local um, carnival festival kind of thing took the kids down did the family thing ride road rides and all that good business so and that's also a lot of fun um, didn't have time I know I teased on the Facebook page that it would be out this weekend well it's Monday so we got a little sidetracked um, but that's all we've got for today um, 
like I said, uh, follow us. Give us a like on Facebook. Um, I'm going to try to get an Instagram page up and running here in the future for the Tattooed Gentleman. And that's about all we've got. We will see you next week. Bye.